Blog Talk Radio. Well, hello. Welcome to Home Green Home Podcast. I am Izumi Tanaka. I am a green realtor in Los Angeles and the host of the show. This is the first episode I'm recording today, and I could not start this podcast without having my green home guru, Marla Esser, as a guest. Mala is the green home coach and the author of a book, Living Green Effortlessly, Simple Choices for a Better Home, and a host of her own podcast, Green Gab. And that's actually how I found her. She inspires and educates about green practices and homes, help people to have safer, healthier, more comfortable homes, whether it's a new few green practices in an existing home or remodel or a whole new green home. Her mission is to empower people to live better lives and be part of the solution for a future by taking actions in their own homes. So thank you so much, Mala, for being on the show today. And I am so honored to have you. Oh, the honor's all mine. Thank you. <laughs> well, so let's just dive in. So I want to talk about what a green home is um, to start with. So if you were to explain to a fifth grader or, you know, young people, kids, um, just like we are, what a green home is, <laughs> like what that. would you say? <laughs> what would you say? Well, a green home, number one, is something that doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I think that right there is a huge misconception. I think so many people think they have to go all in or they can't do anything. And right. I totally think this is something that we can do a little bit at a time. So if every time you repair or maintain or replace something in your home, you make a little bit smarter choice about what else you do, then you can just keep up-leveling your home a little bit at a time. And this works for any home, Azumi. This works for an apartment. This works for a standalone home in the country. It works for big homes, little homes, multifamily homes. It doesn't matter. There's stuff that all of us can do in every single situation. And I think that alone is a really huge surprise to a lot of people because I just kind of think that they have this, this you know, picture in their mind. Oh, it has to be like this, or it has to look like a yurt, or it has to look like a, <laughs> a you know, it, it's made of straw. Or no, I mean, green homes come in every way, shape, and size, just like people do, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you see this in the real estate industry. There's all kinds of homes, and there's all kinds of ways of being green. But yeah, so yeah, shades, different that, shades of green. Yes. <laughs> yes. So, so there's six categories of things to look for in your home that I teach. And this is all based mm-hmm. on my work with the National Green Building Standard, which is one of the national green certification programs used here in the U.S. And mm-hmm. it's actually an ICC 700 standard, an ANSI recognized. Anyway, it's got all these great acronyms behind it. But it's the real deal. It's a legit thing. Um, but So think about these six categories when you're thinking about things that you can do in your home. And the cool thing Mm -hmm. is, is you can do things in one of these categories, but a lot of times you get benefit in multiple areas. So it's kind of like a twofer, sometimes Mm -hmm. a threefer, Mm -hmm. which is even better. 
Yeah. The yeah. first place is the first part is place. So that's where your home is and how it interacts with the land where it sits. Mm-hmm. Second is stuff. This is all the resources and materials that it takes to make our house into a house. You know, things right. to build the structure, the things to outfit it inside, all that stuff. Third mm-hmm. is energy. We need energy right. to fuel our homes. And all the conveniences and the things that make our homes so comfortable take energy, be it electricity or gas, natural gas or propane or electricity from solar or from the grid. When things are affected in energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tons of options, right? But Mm -hmm. what we can do is if we use energy more wisely in our homes, then it goes everywhere. I mean, it affects not just us personally in our pocketbooks, but it affects um, how much carbon we're putting into the air. It affects neighborhoods and communities downstream or upstream and around us. So it really can have a huge worldwide effect, how we choose to use our energy wisely in our own homes. And the same thing goes with yeah. water. That's mm-hmm. number four. Um, mm-hmm. Right now, everybody's flooding out here in the Midwest, so we have too much mm-hmm. water. But the secret is, is we need to save it for when we don't have enough. Right. And... So using water wisely in our homes is one way for us to do that and to help share the water resources that we have with the rest of our community and the rest of our world. Mm -hmm. Okay, so so far Mm -hmm. we've got place, stuff, energy, water. What do you think Mm -hmm. the next one is? Let's see. Place, stuff, water, energy, five. I should know this, right? (laughs) <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the you spot. You tell me. How about breathe? How about breathe? Okay. Breathing. Our indoor air quality. Clean air. Breathing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. And our buildings, in, are, now we've cleaned up pollution outside, but guess what's really contaminated now? Inside. So we right. don't want to bring in stuff that's polluting or toxic. And we don't want to bring in moisture, unwanted moisture, because mm-hmm. that creates mold and mildew, mm-hmm. and that makes us sick. Um, and then right. we want to make sure if we do accidentally bring it in, that we can get it out. So we want right. to have proper ventilation. And mm-hmm. so that's a biggie. I mean, the health concerns right yeah. now are huge. I hear this so yes. much. Absolutely. And then the sixth area is not a physical area. The sixth area is what I call green living, but it's actually all about homeowner education. And documentation mm-hmm. so that you know how mm-hmm. to take care of your stuff. You know how to make right. smart choices. So when a light mm-hmm. bulb burns out, you know how to replace it with the right one. And you know where to right. find that information. Right. That's it. Those are right. the six now categories of things you can do stuff. Yeah. So number one is place, meaning location or orientation of the home. Right? Correct. Like you want to be. Yep. Right? You. You want to have certain angle of the sun hitting you or where the trees are type thing. Is that correct? Correct. And also, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in an existing home, it's kind of hard to turn it. But that's true. if you know which direction your sun is hitting your home, you can take advantage mm-hmm. of that with window trees right. um, or shading yeah. on the outside. There's a lot of mm-hmm. things you can do with an existing home that will take advantage of that orientation and play to the strengths right. of the home and not the weaknesses. Right. Yeah. And so number two was 
stuff, uh, the, the resource, that the materials that you use in your home. And that does that include the things that you bring into your homes, like cleaning products? That, that goes to, like, breathing and air uh, category. Yeah, technically it doesn't. Um, and actually mm-hmm. things like cleaning products and furniture, things of that nature, really mm-hmm. fall more into the green living category because they're not attached to the home. But right, that's we right. all kind of think mm-hmm. about them in those categories anyway. Which right, you know, right, right. I just think about them and yeah. do something. Take action. That's what. <laughs> don't get too hung exactly. up. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and so you know, you mentioned earlier some misconception, and I think that especially you know in the real estate world, when we say green homes, people tend to think it's just about the energy efficiency. Yeah. You know, and there are. You know, the newer homes, especially in California, we have a, one of the most uh, strict codes. So newer homes are all built with, you know, fairly good amount of uh, energy efficiencies. Um, but um, many builders, uh, homeowners are not really um, uh, aware of other things that make your home green, you know. True. And so what would you say about, um, like, building, if you were to, like, just, for instance, if you're just remodeling a kitchen or bathroom, what are the the things that you might want to suggest to people who are (laughs) doing that? (laughs) Oh, you picked my two favorite rooms in the house, Azumi. These are the two rooms that we can impact the most. Because that's where yes. the most stuff in our house goes on, right? It's in our kitchens mm-hmm. and baths. Yeah. They, yeah. they use the most energy, water, mm-hmm. chemicals. Mm-hmm. We're in them a lot. There are the two rooms that, um, since we're spending a lot of time there, we want them pretty comfortable. And, mm-hmm. you know, the psychology of those rooms is important to us, right? Like having a spa-like yeah. master bathroom or having yeah. an entertaining kitchen. So we've attached a lot of emotion mm-hmm. to these rooms. Mm-hmm. So for these two rooms to be the healthier, more comfortable rooms in your homes totally makes sense with what most people are telling me they want out of their homes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So easy ways to start. Um, green cleaning. That's a super easy one. Get rid of the mm-hmm. stuff with all the chemicals in it. This is really a gateway right. into thinking about what you bring into your home. There's right. a great opportunities to buy it off the shelf Mm -hmm. in any big box store online. Um, I even carry several lines in my online green store. You can make it yourself. There's tons of DIY recipes. Vinegar, baking soda, Mm -hmm. and lemon are our friends and cleaning and our grandmothers used them and our great grandmothers and they still work great. (laughs) Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's a super easy one. And look at your products that you're using in your bathroom, too. Um, I had yeah. somebody helping me clean one day, and she's like, hey, where's the Clorox? You've got a little bit of mildew in your bathroom. And I said, oh, <laughs> well, I don't use, pardon the brand name, I don't use chlorine bleach. Um, haven't used uh-huh. chlorine bleach in years. Um, chlorine something I really don't need extra of in my life. Um, but right. what I found was a homemade recipe of hydrogen peroxide and vinegar that yeah. zapped mildew in my shower Mm -hmm. so I keep that Mm -hmm. in my shower and whenever we need to spray Mm -hmm. it around we just spray it around so there's a lot of stuff to find out 
for just getting, if you start getting the chemicals out even a little bit, it's going to make you want to read the labels more and do more. That's what I found. Right. And here's some mm-hmm. easy things to recommend. If you can't pronounce it, you probably don't want it. That's the right. The fewer ingredients, right. the better. Yeah. And are they like real things, like things you can mm-hmm. kind of understand, like yeah, an essential yeah. oil. The other thing to watch out for is fragrances because they are by law not required to tell what is in their fragrance because it's a trade right. secret. Yeah. So yeah. there can be all kinds of hidden mysteries in fragrances. So just know what that's you're buying. Mm-hmm. So that's mm-hmm. an easy one. Lighting. Right. Lighting is super easy. Um, for starters, if you haven't yet replaced your bulbs with LED bulbs, go do it. Mm-hmm. Go do it right now. And if you have incandescent mm-hmm. light bulbs, the really old-fashioned ones with the filament, throw them in the trash. Mm-hmm. You're going to throw away the same amount of stuff if they are burned out or not. And literally every yeah. day you keep them in and working, they're costing you money, a lot of money. Because a light right. bulb only generates about 5% of its energy as light. The rest is heat. And we're going into the summer, so you don't need extra heat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, and most old old kitchens often have those fluorescent lights, you know, in the box. Those yeah. are good to replace, uh-huh. aren't they? Yeah, they're not as bad as they're better than the incandescent. But mm-hmm. there's great mm-hmm. LED options that you can oftentimes snap into the same fixture oh, and not even have to I get a new fixture. That. Yeah, that's a great. lot of times you can find an LED tube replacement. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking to replace the light, this is the time to do right. it and just go to an LED mm-hmm. fixture. Better yet, go to an Energy yep. Star fixture. Then you know that it's been third-party mm-hmm. certified to really do what it's right. supposed to do. Right. Tons so now that you mentioned great options. <laughs> yeah, and so now that you mentioned Energy Energy Star, I mean that's also an important part of the kitchen. Yep. It? What do you think the biggest <laughs> user of energy is in your kitchen? A refrigerator? Yep. Yep. <laughs> so getting an Energy Star refrigerator is huge. Just getting a newer refrigerator, if your refrigerator is older than 10 years old, it uses a lot more energy. And here's, mm-hmm. the, here's the part that's kind of a, a, back, uh, a backhand um, whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. What most of us do with our old refrigerator when we take it out of our kitchen? Put it in the garage. garage. Yeah. Where now, not only is it using more energy because it's an older refrigerator, now it has to work harder, or at least in many parts of the country it does, because Mm -hmm. it's hotter. Exactly. (laughs) You're really better off to get somebody to recycle your old refrigerator. Most cities have somebody that will recycle refrigerators. Um, Mm -hmm. They're a big safety issue, so you want to make sure they're done safely because we don't want Little kids accidentally getting in. Um, If you really need that second refrigerator in the garage, you're better off buying an inexpensive newer one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, just maybe just a freezer or something, I I see. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. We look at the first-time cost and think we're saving so much money, but then we don't look Mm -hmm. at the operational costs. And that can make a big difference. You know, you pay 50 bucks for an old refrigerator, you have it for free, but you're paying, mm-hmm. you know, twice as much to operate it. So that adds up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, and the other thing is a uh, kitchen in the bath, obviously, is the water. 
Yep. Right? You hit on it. <laughs> and yeah. there's great faucets for our kitchens and bathrooms and shower heads in our bathrooms and toilets that all mm-hmm. use less water and they are they've all been re engineered. Um you kind of remember back in the 90s when we first had low-flow fixtures and low-flow toilets. And mm-hmm. They weren't so yeah. good. You had to flush two yeah. or three times to get everything to disappear. Well, mm-hmm. they've all been re-engineered. They work much better beautifully now. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're right. engineered to work with less water. But that's mm-hmm. an easy way, especially because, you know, these are the rooms that we remodel when we buy a home, especially when we buy right. an existing home. We mm-hmm. want to remodel the kitchens and the bathrooms. Yep, and, and sometimes you're paint. Yes, and that's those you know kitchen and bathrooms are usually what people look at when they're looking at homes to buy or even rent. You know, it's it's yeah. really hard to sell or uh, lease homes that have outdated bathrooms and kitchens. True. Very, very important. true. It's very important. Yeah. And just a cosmetic upgrade on a kitchen or a bath allows you to take Mm -hmm. it to a much better place using much better, um, you know, much better components to make it more efficient and still be Mm -hmm. very luxurious and very comfortable. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you have any tips about uh, countertops or cabinets and things like that to make it cleaner? <laughs> so number one, okay, Absolutely. I'm going to stand mm-hmm. some of you guys on your and ladies on your heads. I am not yeah. a fan of granite and natural stone. Mainly, mm-hmm. and I say that not all natural stones, but a lot. This is where you have to do a little bit of research. A lot of natural right. stone is mined in huge slabs. Some of it's even slave mined, mm-hmm. which is terrifying to me. Right, right. So I'm not a big fan of that. What I do love yeah. is quartz. Mm-hmm. Quartz, number one, can be made to look like any kind of stone you like. Number two, right. it is mined in a way that is so much more favorable to the earth and to the people that mine mm-hmm. it. Because it's just mined right. in a completely different way. Mm-hmm. It is partially constructed because the quartz is often mixed in with a resin sometimes. And a lot of mm-hmm. times people can put antimicrobials. So it's very mm-hmm. easy to keep. You don't have to seal it. So you don't have to use right. product to keep the countertops mm-hmm. looking great. It's one and done. Right. right. And there's great price flexibility on quartz, great decorating capabilities. I am a quartz fan. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I, I, I don't have quartz countertops in the house I'm living in right now, and I miss them. I had them in my old house. Love, love, mm. loved them. They were so easy to take care of and so gorgeous. Mm-hmm. So and definitely. They can be they can be sourced domestically as well, correct? Yes. Matter of fact, there are several brands that are made in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because a lot of, of granite other and marble. Using a repurposed... Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. I'm sorry. To, I'm but, talking you know, over you. But... Your, no, no, no. <laughs> but, you know, go to your local restore. Habitat for Humanity sells in their restores all kinds of mm-hmm. um, things that have been taken out of homes when they're being remodeled. And a lot of times you can find countertops here or cabinetry yes. or a lot yes. of other things. So, yeah, you know, if you might check it out because somebody else is not liking it for their style, maybe just your style. Mm-hmm. And it's oh, already yeah. made. It's already assembled. So you're not 
Mm-hmm. You're not bringing a new product into the world. You're reusing something. So wherever right. we can reuse things, it's always a bonus. Yeah, um, exactly. But you mentioned cabinets, too. And the mm-hmm. other thing I tell people to look for on cabinets is you want to make sure that there's not formaldehyde in them. Because for a right. while there, we had a lot of press board coming in that had formaldehyde in it. Yep. Most of it's yep. better now. Um, but there's also something the Kitchen, um, Kitchen Cabinet Manufacturers Association, KCMA, puts out mm-hmm. a label called ESP, Environmental Stewardship Protection, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's one of the green labels that I look for when I'm helping people mm-hmm. to specify product their homes mm-hmm. and that KCMA right. ESP is one of those green labels that says the cabinets are built to better standards with a company that's paying more attention to sustainability right and you'll find right. almost you know a lot of major brands out there have a line mm-hmm. or some companies have gone completely with this search mm-hmm. so, green now, labels do are you a find that <laughs> right do you find that those products are um, they tend to be more expensive? Not always. A lot of it, right? is just like any other products, there's going to be categories. So you're going to have your basic levels, mm. and you're going to have your luxury right. levels. Right. Um. It, it, you know, when I first got into this business back in 2006, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, finding finding things that were sustainable and friendlier to people and planet was harder. You had to go to specialty stores. You had to look a lot online. Right. But now it's everywhere. I can walk into my favorite big box store and find a lot of this, Mm -hmm. including the Mm -hmm. countertops. Yeah. Um, I can find almost every green label that I typically use to help people outfit their homes. I can pretty much find it in a big box store. I'd rather go to my local supplier like my plumbing supplier, mm-hmm. my lighting supplier, yep. because the expertise yep. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. But I can also get them in a big box store. So that's good. That means right. that we are really, big, yeah. that this is mainstream. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's one of the misconceptions about green homes. People think that it might be more expensive to create green homes. And and I yeah. like I said, like you know, like you said, I think things are becoming more and more available at just you know, regular stores, Home Depot and Lowe's in, in our area. You know, I see that yep. water sense label and energy star, they're more available, right? I, I totally agree. I see them everywhere I go. Yeah. yeah. And I think that, I think a lot of people have a lot more in their homes than they know. And they just mm-hmm. haven't paid attention. Right. So right, a big, right. A big part of what I'm aiming to do is, is help people to, and I'd love to help manufacturers, tell people what they're mm-hmm. getting. You know, they're, exactly. Just because it's buried in there doesn't mean that we're helping people to learn more about what they're doing. And mm-hmm. granted, I think just baking it in is wonderful, and that's the way I want it to be. But right. let people know what's baked in there. You know, it's just like saying mm-hmm. that you're buying a meal that's organic. You, you, know, right. you want people to know it's yeah. organic. You want them to know they're getting a healthier meal. Exactly. Well, I'm quite hopeful that we are on the right track as a whole, but we still have a long way to go. And you have such wealth of knowledge and information. I'm so grateful to have found you. And um, I highly recommend reading your book, Marla's book, um, Living 
Living Green Effortlessly, and that's available on Amazon? It is, or people can go to livinggreenbook.com. Okay, and your website. And your website as well, right? So there's two, actually. Greenhomecoach.com is Mm -hmm. my general website for speaking and workshops and um, any consulting. And then we also have Mm -hmm. our online green store called Everyday Green Home, where people can buy product that I've already vetted Mm -hmm. to be green in one of the six categories that we've been talking about today. That's amazing. That's amazing. I hope we would spread the word to all the people, especially I am, I am excited to do this in, partic- in this particular area. I, uh, you are in the Midwest. It's a whole different culture, I think. And then Los Angeles. Oh, gosh, yeah. It, it's, it's, gosh, it's so, so much stuff available, you know. And, and I think it's, if people know what to look for, I think people would look for. But I, I think people just don't know. Most people at Peter's. Yeah, yeah. Well, well I'm so grateful. I, mm-hmm. I appreciate the opportunity to share this with folks. And anybody, I'm going to have some new training coming out um, sometimes in the middle of 2019. So if people are interested mm-hmm. in learning more about that, they can also drop me a line. Yay. And and they can do that by going to your greenhomecodes.com. Um, they can, or you can find me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm That's at Dream right. Home Coach, or you can or email you can me. Listen you know, there's to... 19 ways to find anybody, right? Exactly. <laughs> you can also listen to your fabulous Green Gab on podcast. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we're it's been very <laughs> exciting. About 100 episodes in now, so it's um, Yay. been quite wow. an honor to be able to contribute that to the world. That's amazing. Well, I am so grateful to have you on this. And like I said, this was my first recording, and I'm so excited. Yay. I'm gonna. I'm sure I'm gonna have you back. With um, you know, this was a this was a green home 101. So we're gonna get to a little bit, you know, more advanced level, maybe. If we can talk about there you go, like building and building science and things like that. <laughs> I'm li- looking forward to that. Well, thank you so much, Mala, for joining well, and me. Thank you, and, and to everyone and, listening, thank you, and uh, have a great green day, right? Yes. Well, it's pretty gray today in my in my neighborhood, but hopefully it'll be blue. <laughs> thank you so much, Mala. <laughs> I'll be talking okay. to you soon. Thank you. Thank you. Take care. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye. Bye.